Welcome to Simple Beauty Naturals podcast, your place to listen to stories about people discovering and accepting their natural beauty. This podcast is brought to you by Simple Beauty Naturals, your natural skincare and cosmetic system. And you can go to simplebeautynaturals.com to pick up six free tips to flawless skin. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with all of your friends. And now let's sit back and listen to today's story. My name is Lockie Shea Nidira Muhammad. Growing up for me, um, I would say that it included a lot of love. I grew up in, in the first part of my life, I would say from birth to about 12 years old. I lived in a um, extended family household. It was my mother, um, aunts, uncles, um, my grandmother. So it was a large family. And I believe I experienced a lot of love. I, I knew that people cared for me. I um, felt the energy of um, family. And I, as I reflect on that now, I, I can honestly say I really appreciate that or appreciated that um, because it did a lot for my spirit. I always knew that um, family was important and um, just a sense of feeling love. Um, from that time, or during that time rather, you know, I saw many women as well as men who represented uh, strength and represented um, a good work ethic because everybody was busy. You know, I had aunts who were busy. My mother, she had me at a younger age. I believe she was like 18 or so. And so I was like the only um, baby at the time or a child in the household. So I was kind of passed around a lot. Everybody, you know, always assisted my mother, assisted me. And um, that felt, you know, it felt really good. It was really important. But I don't think I realized it until, you know, much later in life. Um, when my mother later, um, and I would say probably about age 12 or so, I think I might have been in the eighth grade, she finally moved and got her a place of her own. So it was just the two of us. So our relationship, um, it strengthened in a way because now it was just two of us. It was no longer, you know, this extended family. So I got the opportunity to experience both. But growing up with just me and my mother, now I'm seeing, you know, um, what I would consider to be a different type of sacrifice. I see a strong woman who's working every day, sometimes, you know, two and three jobs um, to support, you know, me, her, her daughter, and I, I'm the only child. And um, seeing that, I believe, gave me a lot of strength of my own. It taught me a lot about what it meant to be a strong woman. Uh I would say that later in life, you know, as we all do, we all have things that we go through that is that will can be like an aha moment, if you will, or an experience that allows us to see ourselves um, in a different way. And for me, it was a couple of times. Um, one um, was when I was about, hmm, I was like a sophomore in high school. And my second year in high school, you know, things were going fine. I was never like one who was really into school. I enjoyed school mainly for the social aspect of it. Wasn't really good with grades or anything like that. I didn't um, really care <laughs> uh, about 
um, working uh, per se, but I, I enjoy, you know, socializing. And so my sophomore year in high school, I had an incident that occurred where I bought a weapon to school. I know, right? I bought a weapon to school. And um, the weapon, um, it was found out, you know, that I had this weapon. And that weapon at the time, you know, you're talking about in the 80s, like middle 80s. um, That was a serious thing. In some kind of way, it was found out and I was expelled from school. Now, this this was really major for me. It was major for me. It was major for my family. It was major for everyone who was involved in my life because it was like, um, you know, she's getting what? Expelled? And I remember my mother really tried to do everything in her power with the connections that she had with school district. You know, at the time she was working part-time for an attorney and, you know, she was trying to get everybody to help her because she knew like my daughter is not, she's not bad. Not like that. You know, it must be a misunderstanding. Something is going on. And so to make a long story um, longer, (laughs) no, but I, I ended up getting expelled from school and there was nothing that my mother could do about it. But, um, just deal with it. And so when they um, kicked me out of school, they sent me to a um, alternative high school. And of course, this alternative high school had a reputation and I had already heard about it. And I honestly was, I was terrified. I'm like, oh my God, you know, this is horrible. And there was nothing that no one could do about it. My mother couldn't save me. And I think I was probably used to being saved in some kind of way. Well, this time I had to deal with it. So I go to this um, high school, but right before I go, I remember having this feeling like, you know, I'm getting ready to go to this place, the unknown, but it's a place that everybody has talked about. And they talked about how bad it was and, you know, how people get killed at this school and just all kinds of horrible things. And, I, and they were talking about the type of people that went to this school. And I didn't think I fit the type, but I also felt um, that, you know, I need to really do something. Like, I'm not really that bad, but I, I feel like I need to really do something so that I could feel like I should fit in. And I remember for like a week, this was the first time I think I had ever or it is the first time I had ever smoked a cigarette in my life. But I remember walking to the corner store in our neighborhood, getting a pack of cigarettes because I felt a need to associate what I thought might not be good behavior, you know, with myself so that I could feel like I was going to fit in. And it was it was funny. It was really interesting. I remember clearing out my room, you know, the smoke, trying to hurry up and get it out of the way before my mother came home so that she wouldn't smell it. But the interesting thing about that was that I felt like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm fitting in. I'm doing something, you know, risky. But anyway, to fast forward a little, I go to this this high school. Right. And in the beginning, you know, because of the fear that I had and feeling like I really didn't belong there, I was scared. And over a short period of time, you know, I really began to see something different. What I noticed is that, hmm, you know, it's, it's not so bad. And, you know, it was a very small group of people um, because it's, you know, a, um, different um, students that have been kicked out of the schools in the district. And so it's not as many people. The classroom sizes are small. And actually, in my little section, there was only one other um, young lady, another girl like myself. So it was two girls and, you know, a couple of young men in our little um, group. 
So not a lot of students, maybe a total of 15. And so we saw each other all the time for each subject, you know. And but what, what I experienced was I began to learn more about who I was. Because, again, like I said before this, I didn't really care for school. You know, I really only went to school to socialize. But now things were a little bit more intimate, um, a little bit more focused. And I couldn't hide behind not doing my work. I couldn't hide behind not turning things in. So, you know, now it's like everything is in your face. And I started working. I actually started doing my work. And before you know it, I started getting like all A's. That's something that had never happened. I don't think I had ever gotten an A before, ever. Probably not even a B. I don't, I'm not sure. And that gave me a different, you know, level of confidence. Um, and really, it, it gave me the type of confidence that I had never had before. It showed me that, wow, you know, I can do this. And I remember there were times that I would be so excited about my grades and my progress that I would like thank the teachers like, oh, my God, thank you so much for giving me an A. Thank you for giving me a B. And they would be like, you don't have to thank us. You, you deserve this. This is what you earn. And my experience there was really a blessing. And it wasn't it wasn't until later when I look back on that experience of being there in that school, in that environment that I realized realize, excuse me, how much of a blessing it was for me because it gave me the confidence to know that, for one, you know, there was nothing that I could not do because while there, not only did I get good grades, but I also became what was considered at that time to be the model student. You know, I I, everything that I did during that period, I excelled to the point that they had to actually let me know that I could no longer stay at the school because I, you know, had kind of reached the limits. It's like, you know, we've never had anybody come and finish and complete this program so quickly. We're going to have to let you go as much as we'd like to keep you, but it wouldn't be fair. And that was, you know, a good feeling for me, a young girl who I'm sure had a lot of issues of esteem and a whole lot of other things that were going on, just finding your way and being a teenager. So I took that experience, you know, with me as I matriculated through life. And I always look back on that um, experience when I felt a certain kind of way because I it allowed me or reminded me of greatness. It reminded me of what I, you know, could do. That was a great story, wasn't it? If you have a story to share about discovering and accepting your natural beauty, you can send a one minute clip to Aja, A-J-A at simplebeautynaturals.com and we'll contact you to get it on air. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this podcast. We'll catch you next time.